Welcome to Pineapple Talk. In this podcast, we are covering market-driven data that exists to bring together the greatest minds from the pineapple industry. We will cover topics such as supply, demand, terminal markets, data mining, trade events, current events, product trends, and let's not forget about innovation. Pineapple Talk will provide a forum for all the representatives of pineapple producing countries and their counterparts in the various international markets. Join Will Caban and Patrick Kelly from the International Pineapple Organization. Welcome everybody, this is Will Caban, episode three of Pineapple Talk. Today we have a very special guest, Ken Nabal, Tropical Division Manager of the Trop Stop. Yeah, you're right, Will. And the Trop Stop is an established importer, packer, and distributor of premium quality tropical fruits and veggies sourced from Central and South America's finest farms. This is going to be a really cool interview today leading up to the virtual reality IPO conference on Earth Day. So let's get Ken on the line. Hey, Ken, it's great to have you on the show today. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, Ken, we've been friends for a long time, and it's really a pleasure. We've got a lot to talk about the pineapple industry today. Uh, Patrick, what's your first question? You know, I would say not even just a question, but it's like, how the heck is everybody doing? I know it's a question, but geez, it's like it's almost a statement at this point. How the heck is everybody doing, right? So, Ken, you know, why don't we do this? What is the state of the, I would say, the tropical world right now in the COVID-19 crisis? We're in about week 16. We got the IPO virtual conference happening this week. What do you see happening? Give me a, give me a little overview. Well, an overview of the tropical market in, you know, in general is, is uh, everyone's in, a, in the same spot. It doesn't matter whether it's pineapples or mangoes or blueberries or whatnot. It's a tough go right now. Everybody's having a tough time. There are some um, some weeks or some periods where we, we 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 see a little more activity than others, and as soon as the activity you know happens, you know within a few days it's it's gone again. Uh, specifically in pineapples, we're in a world of hurt right now. I mean, there's pineapple you know pineapple demand is this, and um, you know our growers are are suffering uh, because of it, and it's just not. The U.S. market, it's the global market. We're just having a tough time right now. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I saw in some of the articles um, from Fresh Plaza to the Produce News that, um, I mean, there was millions of dollars of losses. Will and I talked about it on the previous episode of Pineapple Talk. It's, it's crazy out there. And I think at one point, there were so many pineapples on the water that were coming in of this, I would say, pre- uh, March 11th, and then post-March 11th, obviously around when all the restaurants started closing down. Um, but the food service, the uh, the cruise lines, I mean, all the restaurants, I mean, have taken a huge hit. I was even on the phone with Cisco the other day, uh, their podcast, and I just posted I was a guest on their podcast platform. But they even talked about being scared that some of these restaurants might not recover. I mean, that's scary, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, just, just, I mean, we're here talking about pineapples, right? This is the whole premise of, uh, of what we're trying to do here with the IPO is, but, you know, pineapples are one of those items where, you know, the majority of the product is sold on, you know, what I call pull-through business on contracts. And it's based on, you know, a lot of factors. I mean, the cruise lines running, you know, restaurants being open, you know, Vegas being open, you know, 
tourism and whatnot. And a lot of that is, you know, negotiated and, and, and um, you know, source uh, contract pricing. That's all out the window. There are no contracts right now. And, and um, we don't know which way to go. We don't know what to pack or not pack. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's like produce in general. You know, typically you get the calls, you know, when, when you're dying with this stuff, no one, no one reacts, and then when you cut back and don't have it, you start getting phone calls for the product. But I think that's going to be, you know, a lot of the, the the new normal moving forward. You know, we're going to see, and I spoke to Will about this last week: the tide coming in, the tide going out, type of thing. You're going to see, you know, you know opportunities with some business uh, activity, and then it'll die out until we get to some sort of new norm normal. And uh, what, what is going to be the new normal? I, I don't know. It hasn't been created yet. You know, once this thing settles and the, the world gets back to spinning again, uh, there's going to be a new there's going to be a new way of business being done. And, and um, I just don't know what it's going to be right now. But I know it's not going to be the way it is now because if you're looking at your portfolio and I'm looking at my portfolio where I'm heavily concentrated in food service and and the folks that service you know. The hospitality industry. I, I I need to reevaluate my distribution level, and everybody's going to be doing that. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the interim. You know, we're going to do all we can for our growers down at Costa Rica and bring what we can to keep you know to keep you know the farm working, if you will. And uh, it's not going to be enough unless we get help, you know, from the folks that do the pull through. That makes sense. Exactly, exactly, Ken. And and on a bright note, you said something very interesting uh, a couple weeks ago when we were talking. The good news is is that all that uh, oversupply in the pipeline has started to dry out, and um, we're getting back to, like you said, the new normal. So, yes, volumes have dropped radically on the import side, but at least we don't have to fight with all the fruit that was backing up. And like you, the term you quoted, which is great, selling backwards you know it's not not a good thing but it really described the situation can you talk about what you're seeing now or or i think we figured sales were off as much as 80 percent um yeah. how do you see the uh, landscape right now ken well right now this is exactly right inventories have been cleaned up uh, folks have cut back and uh we're bringing we in the industry most most of the importers um are bringing basically what we know we can sell and uh, there are some folks that are still, you know, pulling on a regular business. The retailers uh, who have contracts with with folks are still, uh, you know, pulling, but nowhere near what we need to move the volume. And um, you know, it's it's uh, it's you're going to get the call starting the next couple of weeks. Do you have any extra crowns? No, I'm not packing crowns. Let's have an order for it. And until until we can start hearing no. Uh, or the buyers start hearing no. There's, there, that's the only way to get out of the current market situation where we are right now. We're, we're currently selling pineapples below cost and have been for the last 30 days. And pineapples have been a tough item for the last several years. This, this is just basically uh, um, compounded it, you know, like five times. Um, so I see inventory cleaned up. I see folks, uh, you know. You know, start calling around and 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 start hearing no, and that's going to help get our price up a little bit. But um, I, I don't know when I don't know when it's exactly all going to turn around. But 
until we get the country back open up again, it's, it's going to be pretty much same as you know, you know, much of the same you know, in the last several weeks. The only good thing is we're not dealing with you know ten day old inventory in, in our coolers. Everything is fresh, which is good. So. Well, that's good because we're getting good experience. That's, that's an important point, Ken. Uh, Patrick and I were talking about it the other day. This is an important time for the importer distributor to get the best product on the shelves so that the customers uh, at the retail level don't have a bad experience with pineapples. Nothing worse than picking up a piece of fruit that it rots before you can even cut it open. Mm-hmm. So that, I think we're in a good place from that perspective. All the, the, the sloppy products been cleaned out of the pipeline. Patrick, what do you think about that? I agree. I, I, I have a question, though, Ken, and this is kind of open to get some uh, creativity juices thinking, is what opportunities, though, can there be? I mean, with all this going on, we know food service, we know um, the cruise lines, we know a lot of this is down. Have you seen any companies within the tropical category or pineapples, right, that are making adjustments and pivoting to create new sales metrics. I mean, one of the big things now, I've heard it from the produce mom, I've heard it from guys in Houston, that guys are trying to develop new consumer models. What's the pineapple industry kind of doing? Have you heard any anything going on? Well, I haven't heard anything along those lines. It's just, you know, pineapples are one of those items where, you know, it's, it's an incremental sale item. Customer goes into the store, they shop around, they see pineapples as they're promoted, you know, and the, and, the, and, the, and the retail price is good, advantageous, they pick one up. Right now, we don't have any foot traffic in the stores, and the people that are going into the stores are, you know, don't have pineapples on their list because it's out of sight, out of mind. And, um, you know, you know, forget about the restaurants that are not open and, and the, the, you know, the, the folks that use pineapples within those, that network. But, um, we're going to have to figure something out for pineapples because, um, you know, the growth the growth has been in the fresh cut category. And there's a lot of things happening within the fresh cut category. But a lot of that growth, um, you know, is, 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 is generated from the food service segment. So I don't know if there's anything that we can do right now. I mean, we need to put our heads together as an industry, what we can do um, to help. To help generate the interest back in to the to the commodity. I mean, every, every, every retail store carries pineapples. Everyone has a fairly prominent display of pineapples in their stores. Um, when you see commercials about retailers and food service or whatever, there's, you know, they always feature pineapples. So we need to find a way to, 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 to piggyback on that once we open up, you know, the, the sales again. Yeah, I think I I agree. I think there's got to be new verticals created too. I mean, I've seen guys that are doing these produce boxes, and Will and I were talking about this earlier today. Um, And I said, Will, I said, could you imagine? And I remember this a couple years ago. Oh, geez, Will, this was, geez, probably 2012. This isn't even a couple years ago anymore. This is almost a decade back. But we made, do you remember, Ken, Hawaii's got those double pineapple boxes and the single pineapple boxes that they, you know, kind of distribute. I think that this industry has got to come back to that, whether it's here in America that we package these things. 
but I could totally see a pineapple box going out, right? That's got, you know, a couple crownless in it, you know, with a stuffed bag of uh, fried rice, you know, and put a couple recipes, you know, actually create more of a consumer facing box. I'm not trying to say create a new you know, don't go go away from all the regular business, but added levels of income. We've got all these pineapples right now. I've heard some are getting, you know, tossed away, given away for free, or like you said, below market price. There's got to be ways to where the retailer doesn't control all that demand when the food service or the cruise lines or the restaurants shut down. And Will and I were talking about that the other day because there are a lot of companies that are creating these new boxes and pineapples are going into them. And now we're seeing certain companies like the berry companies or the cucumber companies that they're starting to make their own custom boxes. Now, whether that will last or not, I'm not sure because I think there's a lot to do with that. But I think that people are getting a little creative to help try and make new income streams as well as not letting the grower, you know, have a negative bill, right? Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's interesting you say that because that's going to be one of the dynamics come out of this this whole thing is the produce box. And, and the, 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 the small farmers and the small farmers markets that, you know, find ways to generate revenue, right? That's what we do. We're, rena- we're revenue generators, right? So where, where's this produce box idea going to be post-COVID-19? You know, it, 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 it was three, four years ago, it was a wave, right? People were doing this, you know, and trying it and doing the home deliveries, and it kind of, uh, it kind of, uh, took a vaccine, but now, you know, we, what we don't know, that's why I said, the, the, you know, whatever, whatever the new norm's going to be, it's going to be, you know, the world's going to create it. It's going to be created by demand. Are business consumer going to continue to, you know, buy online or buy their produce box because they don't want to go into the store and, and, and take a chance of buying anything picked over? You know, there's a cost to that. I mean, you know, the, the, you know, the, you know it's not... It's not cheaper to do that. So it's really going to depend on, you know, what the mindset of the consumer is going to be uh, moving forward. You know, we have a farmer's market right here at local Delray Beach where, you know, they have a different produce box every day. You go online, here's our produce box of the day, and they have pineapples in it and, and tropicals in some, and they do a, you know, a Tuesday kind of fajita thing. And, you know, it's how long is that going to last? Because if we get back to where, you know, we grow the stuff and, it, it, you know, and the volume starts moving on again. Is anybody going to have time to do that and is going to be profitable to do it? Yeah. And um, the only answer that's going to be is if there's demand, they're going to do it. If there's not, it's going to it's gonna go by the wayside. But we need to be prepared, you know, to think outside the box because it's not going to go back to the way we normally do it. I mean, for the retail world, the retailers, they put a circle around every week and they promote Items that are going to drive traffic into stores. Right now, they're not doing that because they don't. They're trying to keep traffic down in the stores, not drive traffic to the stores. So, um, you know, once it, once that once the, the, the you know the, the switch turns back on, is are we going to go back to business as usual, or are they going to start looking at things differently too? That's the unknown. So, yeah, you know, you are right. I mean, that is the unknown, and that's you know, I always say that's the, that's the point, right? Is that these new segments that are being creative? Um, we're going to start changing our habits. And here's the funny thing: you notice how you haven't seen a Charmin commercial in in the last month, right? 
because they're if they were promoting that they had toilet paper in the stores, everybody would be going to the stores. I haven't seen a toilet paper commercial right. in over a month, right? That it's causing right. people to say, oh, do we have it or not? So I, I do agree. I think some of these are going to fall by the wayside, um, but I do think that the companies that have tried to do this haven't gotten there. And I think pineapples um, within this field, it's able to gain traction, I think, at least to create, create some new revenues. And regardless if the importers can do it, I think that there'll be people out there that can help do this. I mean, I had a talk with a guy up in um, Cincinnati or Columbus last week, and he's a processor, and he was talking about how much pineapples are down because they are 90% processing company that process into the fruit cups, the bowls, all of that. And he's like, listen, what we're doing at this point is we're making pineapple parfaits and we're making strawberry parfaits. And they're doing that same home delivery in Columbus and Cincinnati in that, in that area um, just to increase revenue. But he said the same thing. He goes, I don't know if all of a sudden food service and all this kicks back up. Will we have time to do it? We're hoping to. But right now we've had to pivot and get our employees in certain ways. But he was saying how crazy even, like I said, that his fruit processing world is completely down and they're just adjusting and, p- and pivoting to the industry. Well, I, I, have, I, yeah, go ahead. We're, we're gonna have we're gonna have to have a new game plan because we can't let you know the business owner and business owners in general can't let this happen again. I mean, are they ever going to design a, a new retail chain store that doesn't have drive up service or a way to do curbside pickup? You know what I mean? Where it's part of the plan? Yeah, I you think know? it will. So that, you know, so that's, you know, everybody's going to be looking at this thing and you can't let this happen again. What's our plan if it does happen again? Yeah. And, um, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, but people are already, already thinking about it because, you know, unfortunately, this may be the, this, this may be something that, you know, you know, we're going to see again in our lives, like, lifetime. I mean, you know, I have an 80 year old mother who's never seen like anything like this in her life. You know what I mean? And we're, we, we're seeing it several times. In, in the last 20 years. So, I mean, we're, we're going to have to figure something out uh, moving forward so it doesn't happen again. You know, here you are, the only really volume-generating business is the retail stores. Everybody wants in now, okay? So now you're going to have to climb over more people to get to the buyer. The food service guys are trying to, you know, spin on a dime and see what they can do to become a, you know, some sort of a partner to the, to the retail Groups and vice versa. So um, you know, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be. We live in. You know, we always say we live in interesting times, but this is going to be. Uh, this is going to be something that's going to really. Yeah, yeah. It's a game changer, right? Mm-hmm. right. Well, I, I want to add something. We really can't stress enough as an industry what a blow the loss of the food service component is. Whether it's uh, Karen Kaplan at Frida's talking about it in her blog or. Tom Stencil at United Fresh Fruit and Vegetable. We have to get to our congressmen, to our senators, and really get the economy back up and running. And we need support. We need to help the guys that are going to pull pineapple consumption through the supply chain once we get up and running again. And uh, food service still has an amazing story and a role to play in the pineapple industry. Uh, Patrick? Hey, Ken, let me ask you a question. What do you see? Um, I know there's no crystal ball, and we all are taking this day by day. I was talking to a CEO of a large um, pineapple importing company, and he was telling me that it just it was horrible during the Easter week. 
they're lowering their supply. You kind of said you're you're bringing in uh, different amounts. What does the outlook look? So if you're a wholesaler, if you're a, a food service company, right? If you're just looking, trying to figure things out as an organization, can you give any advice or input on you know the next thirty day outlook? I would say for the next thirty days or even the next fifty days. I mean, you know, control your inventory. You know, bring what you bring what you think you can sell, and um, and not and not any extra. And that doesn't help the growers. I mean, you know, these crops are grown. I mean, pineapples were put in the ground, you know, twelve to eighteen months ago, and um, the crops grown to come off Easter. That's the volume. That's you know, Easter, and now we're going to head it up to another important holiday for pineapples is Mother Day. And looks like we're going to miss that too. So, um, you know, every, everybody's kind of working backwards and trying to keep inventory levels, but meanwhile, the product comes. I mean, you know, I, I see, you know, we're starting volume here in Florida with blueberries, and these blueberries were grown, you know, months ago. It doesn't know anything about COVID-19. And here comes the volume. And a big part of the berry category is food service, and that's where the growth of that particular commodity has been. So... But, you know, if you're if you really, and, it, and it, if you look at perspective, I mean, if I'm a if I'm a wholesaler somewhere on the market, I mean, you got everybody calling you as soon as you can take stuff. They don't even want to take stuff open because they don't think, you know, they, they know that they can only sell X amount. But I would caution everything with with this is like it's going to get turned back on again, and you got to be able to take advantage of what it does. You can't be out, and um, so that's the. That's the balancing act. Can we bring, keep bringing enough so that we can keep the handful of customers in that we're, we're servicing um, and then be able to turn it back on again? And pineapples are one of those items where it takes two weeks to turn on and two weeks to slow down. So it's not going to happen overnight. And, um, you know, so advice, you know, just, you know, I don't, you know, be ready for, you know, the switch to be turned back on the best that you can. In the interim, you got to manage inventories and keep stuff fresh. So there's no sense, you know, trying to sneak bad stuff by anybody, not in this particular period of time. Nobody can afford to, to sell it twice. It's hard enough to sell the stuff one time. Wow, that was an awesome interview with Ken Nabal of Tropstop. Looking forward to having you all join us tomorrow at the IPO Virtual Reality Global Pineapple Conference. See you soon. We'll see you there. You've been listening to Pineapple Talk with Will Kavan and Patrick Kelly. Please be sure to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud to get the freshest episodes. For more, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at International Pineapple Organization or our website at www.ipineapple.org.com. Until next time, stay calm and be a pineapple.